Miss Keish Speaks. Hey, hey. Tell them what it's it is. Focus on the power of relationships. It's your passion, it's your flavor, what's in you. Your secret sauce is Open your secret sauce. In your favor, you'll drive your hunger. There's nothing stronger than you. No one can take it, they can't steal it, they can't mimic it, and they cannot copy it. S-U-P-E-R-R, super, P-O-W-E-R, power. Networking truly is your superpower. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Networking. It's your superpower. I'm your host, Keisha Kent. And on this podcast, we talk about the power of networking, all the relationships that we get to connect with. I bring you diverse leaders. And the biggest thing is I want you to get this. Diversity of thought is a gift. As a leader in the space of diversity, equity, and inclusion, I get to talk to so many amazing individuals. I have over 20 years of recruitment and human resource experience, and I've been networking for such a long time. I want you to make sure that you stay tuned, you share the podcast, and you keep coming back because the one thing I'll say is you will be stretched in your thinking, and it's always my goal to bring laughter and joy to this table. Keep tuning in. So it's such a joy to have you. Well, I'm glad we connected. I am too. And officially, welcome to networking. It's your superpower. Now, let me just ask you this. Do me a favor. I know who you are because I follow you on LinkedIn. We're connected in that space. But tell everyone, introduce yourself and tell the listeners that are listening all over the world who you are and just tell them one little secret thing that maybe no one else knows about you. <laughs> kind of a fun fact. <laughs> well, uh, my name is Jonathan Goldson. And to give you the 30-second thumbnail, I graduated from the University of California with a degree in English. Used that degree to go hitchhiking cross-country for half a year, across the Atlantic, went backpacking across Europe for half a year until I ended up in Israel. And that's where I connected with my Jewish roots and was really surprised to find this vibrant culture of deep thought and, and uh, insight and warmth and community. Stayed in Israel for nine years, met my wife, had our first two children, became an Orthodox rabbi, and then departed on my high school teaching career, which I did for 23 years. Uh, one year in Budapest, Hungary, two years in Atlanta, Georgia, and 20 years in St. Louis, where I live now. In 2016, I retired from teaching, and I wanted to take all of that wisdom that I'd been studying and teaching uh, for so long and that I found so inspiring and distill it into a message that would have re relevance in the professional world for a broader audience. And what I came up with was ethical leadership and intellectual integrity. And so I started my business as a keynote speaker uh, and things were, things were starting to move along. You know, becoming a businessman was a whole new way of looking at the world. And uh, then yes. all of a sudden the whole, the whole conference industry shut down, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so it's been uh, it's been uh, it's been interesting trying to pivot, trying to reposition, trying to learn how to function more uh, adeptly in the in the virtual world. Maybe move into some uh, training and some uh, coaching, but like many people, it's it's been a challenge. And what I found really is the is the silver lining for me is the way that so many of us have taken to networking. 
uh, is using the opportunities that we have on LinkedIn with Zoom to connect to people we never would yes. have connected to before and, and make really, right. really valuable and really meaningful relationships in a way that would have seemed unimaginable not so long ago. Oh, my goodness. You said a whole lot. And you know the one thing that I wanted you to say that you didn't say, TEDx speaker, <laughs> come on. You're so humble with all of these amazing things that you do. And I absolutely have admired and looked to you as a thought leader. Let me first say that. And it's such a joy to have you here on the podcast. And it's always such a pleasure to introduce to my podcast listeners people that they may not have even heard of and see all of the excellence that they do. So the, of course, since I love TEDx, that's the first thing that stood out to me was the TEDx speaker. So listen, all of that dopeness that you bring to the table, right? What in the world did you talk about when it came to your podcast? What was not your podcast, your TEDx? What was your TEDx talk about? Well, Ted, Ted is, a, is really, a, it's a wonderful phenomenon. And uh, you know, oh, there, know. There, there aren't too many of them meeting live now, but it's worth attending a conference, even if you're not a speaker, just the, being the presence of so many people yes. who are looking for ideas to help make the world better. It was really an, expi an inspiring uh, experience for me. And, you know, the idea of TED is to, is to come up with a, with a new idea or a big idea, of course, after hundreds of thousands of TED Talks, there aren't that many new ideas out there. But really what you want to do, and this is true, I think, for all of us in so many ways, is what are we passionate about? And what does our particular experience, our, our lives, our, our circumstances, our natural outlook, how does all that come together? to give us a unique perspective on that idea. And so when it came to Ted, you know, I took my story, which is one of discovery and reevaluation and really making a making several radical changes in my life and recognizing that the the underlying idea within all that is what I called ethical communication. Mm, yeah, yeah. And that requires us to know ourselves, to know our own beliefs, to be honest in evaluating our beliefs and asking ourselves, where did those beliefs come from? Where did our value, how do we get our values? Did, did we choose them or did they choose us? Do we just absorb them or do we really reason our way to them? And part of that requires us to listen to other people. And if you and I disagree, which we, we might on one or two things, right? <laughs> if, if I can't articulate to you in a way that you'll understand my point of view, then I'm never, going to, I'm never going to get you, give you the opportunity to understand me. And if I don't listen to you and then articulate back what you've said so that you know that I've heard you, you can start to trust me, then we're never going to achieve a meeting of minds ever. You're right. And there's never going to be mutual respect between us. And so, as I've heard you say before, if you go into a relationship looking to sell somebody, whether you're selling them, Ooh, a, come on. Whether you're selling them a product <laughs> or whether you're selling them on your idea, your ideology, your point of view, you're never going to get very far. Because first people want to feel there's a rapport and that rapport is only possible when we've actually listened to one another and made the effort to understand one another so that we can start to respect one another. 
You are dropping gems. You came in the door dropping gems. I absolutely love it. This is what the people need to hear. And this is what I say all the time. Yannison, it's about the relationships. And I want, so let's pivot just a little bit. I love all of this, the hitchhiking. So I want to ask you before I get past all of this, because my mind is, I have all these questions, right? I want to know what high school was it that you retired from? Uh, I taught at uh, Block Yeshiva High School, which was a, okay. uh, a Jewish high school in, uh, in Olivet. And okay. we, we were small um, because, the, you know, the, the Orthodox community in, in St. Louis is not that large. Uh, but what really motivated me as a teacher is mm -hmm. communicating to, to young people the ideas that I discovered a little later in life, the values, the outlooks, and showing them that you don't have to choose between being invested in a, um, in a lifestyle, in a philosophy, in an outlook that's over 3,000 and living in the modern world. They work together beautifully. So and they're intended to. So <clears throat> good. You know, the, the timeless yeah. wisdom. Uh, and and it's, you know, it's something that's going on in this country is that we really were forgetting our history. And we're trying to rewrite our history. And we're not appreciating that, you know, history is complicated. People are complicated. We don't measure ourselves by our, by our best moments. We don't measure ourselves by our worst moments. And it's that conflict within us between our, our uh, better angels, the better angels of our nature and the lesser angels of our nature. Um, that's what makes mm -hmm. a human, that struggle and that effort to um, rise higher and ask more from ourselves and contribute more to the communities we live in. That's that's what humanity is all about. It is, that's so powerful. Where have you been all of my life? I've needed you. <laughs> just kept secret in St. Louis, that's me. <laughs> you are, you are, and I'm just gonna say this. And so I mentioned this earlier, you guys, we really met on LinkedIn. And let me ask you, do you remember the encounter that we had when we originally met on LinkedIn. Do you remember that? Uh, I remember that we we made plans to meet, and then for some reason that fell through, and uh, so we've just sort of been uh, following each other a little bit since then. This is really the first time we've had a chance had a chance to talk. Absolutely, and isn't that the beauty of the follow up in the in the networking piece? And I say this all the time to individuals: it's up to us to use our voices first of all to show up, to speak up, and to follow up. And although I want to say it's been at least a couple years that we connected and things got busy on my end and a couple shifts had happened, but listen, we're still connected, and that's the beauty of a full cycle networking relationship. Isn't that the beauty of it? Oh, yeah. And, and when you find people of value, hang on to them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure hanging on to you, I'm never letting go. When I found out all of the amazing things that you did, because I'm a researcher, I love to look people up and see about all the amazing things that they did, that they do, that they've done who they are as a family, all of those pieces that make up people. It's so important. And my idea is to add value. So when the podcast opened up, you didn't even know this. I had you on my list as someone to reach out to be a guest on the podcast. That's always <laughs> good to hear. Oh, no. So it's like it's supposed to be. Now, 
I want to ask you when you when it comes to your networking style. I know we're in COVID now. What have you done along your career, along the journey, even during COVID, to stay connected? What's your networking style, and how have you stayed connected with your network and even branched out into new communities? What are you doing? What's your secret sauce? Uh, that's a really in- interesting question, uh, and, and there are a couple of aspects to the answer. Uh, I rely heavily on LinkedIn. I, I found it's just a, a okay. wonderful platform. And what I've do- tried to do during COVID in particular, I was doing it before, but much more now, is to provide content, to provide value. Um, I started a video series called uh, News of the Day. It's it's based on my new book, which is called Grappling with the Gray, because when things are black and white, that's fairly clear, but most of life is in the gray areas. And uh, when yeah. I talk about ethics, it's, it's dealing with those complex, thorny, foggy, hazy, difficult situations. <laughs> so what I do is I take uh, three times a week, I put out a, about a three-minute video taking something in the headlines and trying to look at it from two different angles. Not to, not wow. to say this is what I think, but these are mm-hmm. the ways to look at the sides. And sometimes I'll express mm-hmm. an opinion at the end, and sometimes I'll just leave it as an open question. Uh, but that's uh, that's gotten me some engagement. I just started a new podcast. We just posted the second episode last week. Yay! It's called The Rabbi Welcome and the Shrink. The podcast world. Uh, because my oh. partner is a psychologist, so I'm the rabbi. She's the shrink. <laughs> and uh, we're having a really good time with that. We've recorded, I think, eight or nine episodes now. But the other aspect to it is that it's not enough to just post content. Um, I... I Go to the the individuals that I've found who are consistently thoughtful and insightful, and I make a point of engaging with them and with the people wow. who comment on their posts. And that leads uh-huh. me to new people that are worth following. And so I'm not trying to follow everybody. They're just I mean, I've got I've got I think 2,700 contacts, and I know people have 10 times or or 20 times more than that. <laughs> but right. even so, how many people can you really be engaged with? It's a matter of looking for the people that are most worthwhile and creating your that's, own tribe. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's all about that tribe and your network, because at the end of the day, I always say this, and I've heard it probably 20 years ago, your network equals your net worth. Yeah, And when you come from that perspective and you think of that in terms of the relationships, how are you adding value in every space that you go in? And I always tell individuals that I work with is this, when you show up at any function that you show up, whether it's online or in person, when you leave, people should say, I want to connect to him. Oh my goodness. He had an amazing thought. He took me to another place with his thinking. This is another thing that's outside of my normal scope. I would love to learn more. Leave an experience. Yannison, I say the Keisha experience. So I'll tell you to leave an experience everywhere you go. And I see that you're naturally doing that. And it's such a gift when you think of all of the amazing people all over this world that we can connect to all of these places that you named off are on my bucket list to travel to. And when you said these things, I'm like, check, 
check. It's not <laughs> by chance that you're you're in this space and you've been these places and now you're in retirement running your own show today. It's, um, you know, it's looking for opportunities. It's looking for worthwhile connections. And it's also making the effort to contribute. You know, it's, it's easy to get seduced by numbers. You know, you see somebody who's got hundreds of thousands <laughs> of followers and you go on, every post has, you know, a thousand likes and, and hundreds of comments. But then when you go through and you see, what are the comments? They're cool, right on. I agree. Very nice. Love it. Okay, that's good. But there's not a lot of conversation going on. Whereas if you look on other sites where you see that people are actually talking to each other, they're like, what about mm. this? I, I, I like what you said there, but I'm not sure about this. They're really deep, meaningful, thoughtful conversations going on. And it might only be 10 or 20 people having those conversations, but the substance and the depth is so much more. So when you go and comment on somebody's uh, post, don't just put a smiley face or a thumbs up or, or say, cool, actually contribute. Take what they said, you know, the, the old formula for improvisation. Yes, and. I like your point. And what about this as well? And that's how you, that's how you create real value. Oh, that's so good. I love that. That's a tweet, you know. <laughs> That's a tweet. I absolutely love that. Here's my next question for you. And I'm so, we're getting close to the end of this and I appreciate you again. So let me just say that I love all that you stand for. I love the way that you're thinking. It's really such a breath of fresh air. Let me say that. Thank, Thank you. you. You're so welcome. What is any advice you would give someone, an entrepreneur, someone who's in their career, someone who's thinking about making a pivot, what, what would you tell those individuals? Which, what's your advice for them? I think my advice for them is the same advice I keep giving myself, and I, and I hope to listen to it at some point, <laughs> it is, is to be bold. Uh, you know, it's, it's easy to do the things that come naturally, and it's hard to do the things that force us out of our comfort zone. And this is a cliche now, right? All the gurus tell us, you have it to get is. out of your comfort oh, zone. Gosh. And guess what? Yep. We don't like to. Why? Because it's uncomfortable. <laughs> Which, of <laughs> course, it. is the point. You know, if you want to get good, if you go to the gym, you don't keep the, you don't keep the tension on the, on the treadmill at zero. You move it up to the point where it forces you to work harder. Come on. Right? You don't use the same weights you used Five years ago, you keep lifting heavier weights because that's how you build your muscles. If you want to learn uh, any kind of a skill, you want to learn a musical instrument, you want to learn a trade, it takes work, it takes investment. And the more you do it, the better you get. So identify the areas where you need improvement and find a way to um, hold yourself accountable. You know, it's about having accountability mm -hmm. partners. It's a great, it's a great yes. way because we'll make excuses for ourselves. But as soon as we have to explain those <laughs> excuses to somebody else, <laughs> we hear just how <laughs> empty they are. So Ooh, any kind of gosh. strategy, any kind of tactic that helps you push yourself in the area where you need to improve, and we all have them. Uh, make a make a plan, make a battle plan 
to attack that area. And, you know, little progress a day, you write a page a day, in a year you've got a book. You, That's you so put good. in the effort and you're going to get there. I love it. I love it. And then here's my next question. I appreciate you. Let me just keep saying that this is really filling me up today. This is exactly what I needed today. Let me just say that. So here's the question. When you were on your journey of writing your book, what what was your inspiration behind that? And this is kind of off what we were talking about, but it came up just now. What was your inspiration for writing? You know, that, I love that question um, because I've written, this is my sixth book, but the the inspiration for this one was, was unique. Uh, and it has a lot to do with networking and, and our dependence on other people. As I was sitting and talking to a mentor of mine, lives in St. Louis, named Steve Eppner, very successful speaker, very Steve. successful speaker and, and, and a professor, um, and a wonderful, wonderful human being. And we were sitting at car, Starbucks. I can still visualize it. And he was asking me about my my plan as a, an ethics speaker. He says, "Well, how do you how do you define ethics?" And what I usually said was what, what I said mentioned, mentioned what I mentioned earlier that you know the, there's the black and the white, and then there's all the gray in between, and that we have to struggle in that gray area. But this time it just came out a little bit differently. I said ethics is all about grappling with the gray, and Steve said that's a book title. Wow. And I thought about it. I said yeah, that's a book title, and I've already got an idea of what I can do with that because the book is essentially a collection of ethical scenarios or dilemmas. Very short, couple of paragraphs each, and then some guided questions. How to look at this scenario from two different sides, and then a discussion of different possible angles. And, it, and it's a great book to, to, to read with someone else or to use in a, in a networking event even. Right. Oh, read out, read yeah. out one of these scenarios. You can you can read it out in about you know thirty seconds, and then ask people how would you take this side of the argument? How would you take that side of the argument? Is there another way besides the obvious yes or no? And by thinking mm -hmm. through these types of scenarios, we train ourselves to be more thoughtful, to be more willing to look at different points of view, and to hold ourselves accountable to a higher level in the decisions that we ultimately make. So good. So good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now this is the toot your own horn. This is the accomplishment hour, second minutes. I want you to share your journey wins. Tell us about any accomplishments, any things that you have coming up. So I want you right now to take a second to your own horn. Well, I think we've touched on a lot of the points. The TEDx talk was uh, was certainly a highlight and uh, invite people to go take a look. There's a link on my website, which is my name, yonasongoldson.com. Uh, you can also find links to my book and there are, there are, there are excerpts there and then some reviews so you can get a sense of whether it's something that might be worthwhile for you. And would really like people nice. to... Um, to look into my podcast because we're inviting people to join us when we record and uh, and have them participate in the discussion I'm while coming. we record. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, and we're having a lot of fun with it. Uh, we're still tweaking the format a little bit. Uh, we've had people actually on live when we record on Zoom and we've experimented with people just being involved in the chat. Oh, uh, so we're, we're still not quite yeah. sure uh, which direction we're going to go, but we're having a lot of fun with it. 
and um, the more people can uh, participate, the more fun we're going to have. Yay! Sounds so exciting. Now, I want to know how you're doing the chat, though. What are you guys um, doing in the been, chat? Well, when we were doing it with a meeting format, we actually had people on screen with us. Um, with the When we go to webinar forum, then people can ask their questions or pose their comments in the chat, and then we can read them ourselves. So one is, you know, oh. some, some people don't want to be <laughs> present on the screen when we're recording. Uh, and other right. people would like to be <laughs> actively participating. So <laughs> we're not quite sure how to balance that out yet. But it's a work in progress. And uh, we seem to be onto a good formula. People are enjoying it. And uh, we're looking forward to where it's going to lead. Isn't that what matters? The people. It's for the people. All of this stuff. It's for someone else. I'm so glad that you said that. And when we think about all of the gifts that God has given us, He's given us those gifts to give away. And I say that every day. God, how do you want me to show up today? And what do you want me to give away to the people? Yeah, and that's I a great message. And in you. fact, uh, we're recording tomorrow. And the theme of tomorrow's uh, uh, show is going to be service. Oh, uh, I love servant leadership. Yeah, the truth it's is that, that we're all here to serve. And by serving others, we ultimately serve ourselves. What an amazing way to end. I so appreciate you again. And I would love for you to tell folks the best way. I know you gave your website. Where can they find you guys on social media? Where is the podcast listed at? How can we find you if we were to go and want to listen yeah, to So more? certainly, again, the the, uh, the website is is Yonason, Y-O-N-A-S-O-N, Goldson, G-O-L-D-S-O-N.com. And uh, links everything's linked there. But I'm most active on LinkedIn. So you can find me on the other uh, on the other social media platforms. Uh, I have a lot of uh, memes on on Instagram, but uh, I mostly live <laughs> on LinkedIn. Uh, that's where uh, that's where I'm active. So feel free to look me up there and connect. You guys heard it first here. Find him out here in these LinkedIn streets. That's where I found him. Stay connected and make sure that you're using your voice every single day because that's where your power lies in your voice. All those people that are following you, create some amazing content, create the conversation because just like Yonison said, it's the real conversations, the deep ones, the meaningful ones that are the gifts. So go out, create some content, some amazing conversations and stay connected to the podcast. We're so appreciative of you all listening and sharing the podcast. You can find all of us out here in these LinkedIn streets. We'll see you really soon. Thank you again so much. Thank you, Kesha. It's been great. Today. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Networking. It's your superpower. Now, remember, networking truly is your superpower, but you must be intentional about the entire process. I've been getting a lot of messages and questions about how and where to start. So I created a free networking starter kit. Yes, it's free. The way you find this and the way you get access is you go to my Instagram, follow me on Instagram, and then go and click the link in my bio and download the free networking starter kit. Yes, it's been created with you in mind and it's so super simple to follow. Again, follow me first on Instagram, Mrs. Keish, M-R-S-K-E-S-H, Speaks, S-P-E-A. 
A-K-S. I'll see you around. Happy networking.